Insights Deprogram, the podcast where we try to get you into an artist. We've done all the work for you. All you have to do is push play. Hey, I think I got it right that time. Wowzers McTavish. Proud of you. Uh, it was bound to happen one of these days, right? <laughs> Dynamite drop it, Monty. Yeah. Uh, so let me, let me say this. Hard work works. Download the app. You get two free weeks currently, and it's... If after those two weeks you decide you want to stay on, it's only $10 a month. Work out wherever, whenever, and get your own workouts designed for the equipment that you have by Coach Joe, a lovely human being. Hard Work Works, and uh, that's the Hard Work Works fitness app. Hashtag join the hustle. I'm sorry it's not a great sell, Joe. Actually, let me just add, for I can't go to my gym right now, mm-hmm. and I would love to have something like that in my life because I am like losing it right now oh, you i feel do? like i'm just fat and gross and worthless and i would love to have something like that in my so life you're gaining it you're not losing it you're gaining it <laughs> oh yeah you're right sorry <laughs> download the yeah, app. yeah it actually sounds like a pretty awesome setup download the app yeah and and uh you get workouts based on whatever equipment you have so if you're like me you have no kind of equipment at home uh, everything's all body weight uh, workouts and so get your fitness on during these trying times since i can't offer you a nice egg uh hashtag join the hustle today we're talking about arcade fire it's been a long time coming um, but the world went to shit. And so I was like, well, since the world went to shit, maybe you guys want to do this now. <laughs> so I'm joined by the voices you already heard. Brian. Hello. And Sarah. Hi. <laughs> and the cat. Yes. And more, more importantly, the cat. We might, yes. we might get the privilege of seeing his butthole. You, however, dear listeners, I apologize. You may not. That's that's a teaser right there. I know, right? <laughs> it's just like you may imagine. He's orange. He's an orange cat. So just imagine a fluffy orange butthole and you're good. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? There's a joke there about a certain person in a certain office, but I'm going to leave it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I believe Arcade Fire was your idea, Sarah. I, th- I think you put them up on the table. Yeah, that sounds like something I do. Um, <laughs> Arcade Fire is one of those bands that I I stumbled into. I, it hadn't hit my radar for whatever reason at the time um, when they were sort of uh, ramping up with their touring. I was deep in the throes of working in a newsroom 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And a friend of mine um, had concert tickets and his date or friend or whoever was going to go with him bailed and he offered them to me. Or he offered for me to go with them, and I said, um, "Yeah, sure." I I had no no knowledge of them, and um, this was before. I mean, there was Pandora, but there wasn't Spotify, so you couldn't like tell. Oh, there it is. Look, there's the orange. There's the orange spot. <laughs> yeah, there it um, is. <laughs> but um, I'm sorry, non Skype uh, listeners. Um, but yeah, we I went with him, and um, I'd heard a few songs here and there, you know, the singles at the time, and it was just amazing. And ever since then, I've seen them live, I don't know, five, six more times at various festivals and shows, and it's just such a refreshing, I don't know, there's something for every stage, I feel like, in my life that I've had since I, I discovered them. Oh, all right, so there's there's some deep personal connection here. Now, now Brian, like... I will say, listening to this, I did hear some of your influence, but walk me through what Arcade Fire means to you. I 
I was not a fan at all. Um, this is when I was going through my phase when I hated modern music. I was like, ah, nothing. Everything's the classics are the, the only way to go. Can and really- then I joined the Gloom, and Phil from the Gloom got me into them. And right, I think right before the Suburbs came out. So I'm okay. like, I'm I'm not early to the game on this. Usually I'm I'm like Mr. Hipster about things. <laughs> I, I liked them before they were cool, but I liked them way after they were cool. But, I mean, uh, I'm going to tell two stories on this that are really fucking deep and personal. So they, they, they really uh, tug at my heartstrings for sure. Well, so this makes me really happy that th- that there's so much personal meaning for the for the both of you because Arcade Fire is one of these bands for me that was barely even on the radar because honestly, even listening other than like a few like notes here and there, I don't really remember hearing them on the radio. Um, yeah. I think I heard "Wake Up" on the trailer for "Where the Wild Things Are." Yep. That's and it. That was that, probably the biggest mainstream uh, single they had. Yeah, and I was like, this is okay. And then I heard the album version, which was not edited like it, the trailer was. I was like, eh, I don't like it as much. And then, like I said, Phil got me into them, and then they, they met the approval of the two the two Davids, David Bowie and David Byrne. I'm like, okay, I'm in. If they, if they like them, then I'm in. So, <laughs> well, and it, the rest is history, as they say. It's funny you say you mentioned uh, hearing Wake Up. Um, Wake Up is probably the only song I knew going in, and the only reason I knew that was it uh, used to be every Friday at the end of the um, at the end of the Dan Patrick show, he would play it just before what we learned today as they were getting ready to wrap the show, and uh, at some point someone asked them what it was, and he said, "Oh, it's our Ar- cue the Arcade Fire," and that's the only other than hearing their name, the only time I've ever heard anything by them so the fact that you guys have such a a, a personal attachment here it makes me really happy because again i don't have much to offer to the conversation other than what i was able to learn by listening to them so let's walk through sarah what it was like putting the tw- year 20 together for, for this episode so arcade fire because i was introduced to them in uh in live in a live show um Weirdly, it was the first band that made me really respect a sound designer, like the audio engineers and the sound designers, because the band is so dynamic and there's so many moving parts and the, um, you know, they can't just like pick a mic, pick an instrument, you know, like pick an arrangement and then let it go. Like there has to be sort of constant uh, moving. And then of course it changes and they have all these uh, sort of interactive elements as well, depending on the show, I'm sure. Um, but going through the different albums, there were some that just didn't hit as hard for me. And I was a evangelist for the suburbs. And that was like my jam, because I think I came in about the same time you did, Brian, yeah. where yeah. I it, w- it was right before the release. And then when that album came out, I was like, this is this is my this is my Bible. This is my anthem. <laughs> and then I didn't love the subsequent releases as much. And it had been a while since I gave them just a good thorough listen to all their discography. And going back through, I thought I would have a lot more on the Suburbs album than I did. And I, I, it's pretty balanced, which kind of surprises me because I thought it would be. Now I will say though, I listened to it in reverse order. Oh, okay. Um, because, like I said, the earlier stuff, um, I really was super attached to. So I, I went backwards. So to make sure that I gave it like 
enough consideration because I thought the, the further back I get, the more familiar I'll be. Mm-hmm. So that might be why, but um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was interesting to me. Some of that I felt like I rediscovered. All right. So Brian, what was it like for your 20? You didn't seem as uh, angry this time. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it wasn't easy. Not, this show never is, but it honestly came down to what songs from the suburbs am I going to like not die if I don't have on this list? Because the suburbs is, I know I'm, I, a lot of their fans are like, Funeral is our best record, but I, I wholeheartedly disagree. Funeral is a fantastic record, but the suburbs is so fucking personal to me. Uh, they made an entire album out of the greatness of um, No Cars Go as a song. The whole fucking album is that song as a feeling and emotion, and I love it so much. And uh, basically, I was just like, what songs from this album can I live without? And I actually like their I like their last record a lot, Everything Now. Uh, Reflector was a bit of a disappointment for me, and mainly because James Murphy produced it from LCD Sound System, who's a fucking genius, and it's probably my least favorite so far, but Neon Bible grew on me too, so... I guess it's kind of balanced the fact that it's still heavily loaded with suburbs and funeral, but there's <laughs> there's equal representation here. I came out pretty balanced as well, to be honest. And I'm also throwing this out here. I do have 21 songs, but it's per- I do too. I do too. <laughs> but it's purposeful because there's there's two songs that I'm throwing out as one because I think they go together, and you guys will figure that it went out when when we get there. But um. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty balanced as well. What what I found about Funeral was it works best as an album. What I loved about Arcade Fire is the dramatics. Like this is like initially I thought like theatric, but then I was like, no, nah, that kind of that's more like Alice Cooper Alice Cooper's bag. Whereas there's just like I could see I could hear this in in like some dramas like if i'm going to the movies i could i could hear arcade fire as the soundtrack very 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 thematic yes yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and it 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 made me feel things like for songs that i had never heard before i was get like without even diving into meaning without diving this was just the soundscapes were making me feel things and then like i'm so glad that we pushed this back to nine o'clock tonight because i gave like a, a like a quick listen through to my my 20 songs and i i had a song in here that i think i'm going to go with as number 1 that the music is what got me initially but then i was listening to what the lyrics were and i was like holy shit this song's even better than i thought so uh this is i i'm surprised i guess that i hadn't really been familiar with this band. while this isn't necessarily a typical in the vein of a of a justin band like your your prototypical rock band um this definitely made me made me feel like justin like it was kind of like how a, a smashing pumpkins adore on on crack almost you know like so i don't know what else to say about it other than the name of the game is Deprogrammed. Uh, the three of us have each gone through the uh, Arcade Fire discography and picked out 20 songs that we're now going to mash against each other in an attempt to create a top 10 starter kit for Arcade Fire that, just in case you 
the listener, have not listened to Arcade Fire like me. Um, so I, like I said, I'm going to start right with the song that I was listening minutes before we started this call. And uh, it's off Everything Now, which I love the dance element specifically in that record. Like, to, that's what got me with this song specifically, because, like, I was just grooving. I was like, man, this, I, I could, I'm not a dancer, but this definitely made me want to dance. And then when I listened to it, um, uh, please make, what is it? Uh, please make me famous, but if not, then make it painless. I believe Creature it's the Comfort. one. Yeah. Creature Comfort is the song mm-hmm. I'm going with. I have it. Yeah. It's on my list, and I have a very depressing story about that song. Oh, okay. Uh, so July 9th, 2017 was going to be my last night on Earth. Mm. It was the last Gloom show I had on the books. They had just released that single because it was before the album came out. Oh. And uh, a friend of mine who was actually sitting in the living with me as I'm telling the story no. uh, may have given me some certain psychedelic drugs. Uh, and I took those. And the show was over. And I listened to that song for five hours on repeat. And I think there's a lot of that subject in that song. Absolutely. Yeah, and for sure. I'm definitely alive today because of that song. That's uh, first of all, wow. Thank you for sharing. But um, yeah. what, what is it? Uh, she, there's a girl uh, standing in the mirror waiting for some sort of reaction. And yeah, like just really walking through somebody who is having those kind of feelings and yeah. just make me famous. Like, just yeah. kind of speaking to like Instagram not, models, make it painless. Yeah. Absolutely, it's just outstanding. So we got one in though. Yeah, that's absolutely one of my favorite songs of all time. I'm, I'm excellent pick. I'm so glad I went back through it because again, yeah. like it was the music initially, but the the content is what brought it to that next I level. Mean, that like that drum beat when it kicks in is just like instantly like fuck. Yeah, Ruby uh-huh. man, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so we will go to Sarah. Uh, my number one, uh, Sprawl 2 on the Suburbs. Yes. Sprawl 2? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey. Absolutely. Yeah. That one, so that that was the song. You oh. know, that was the one that that did it. I was at this concert and I was enjoying it and I liked the music, but that song picked me up and put me where I needed to be. And that is it, like, turned me on and it got me going and it still has this thing where it just reaches in, into my heart and lifts me and it still does it it's been years and it, it is always the top of my list all right it, it was it was an absolute not cut for me so. <laughs> yeah for sure uh again this is that's one of the ones that i was giving another listen just before and it was somewhere down at the bottom of my list and when I listened to it, I was like, oh, no, 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 let's let's bump this up. This, it, if I had to rank them, it would have been somewhere around four or five. So, yeah. All right, Brian? Yeah. All right, my number one with a bullet uh, is the title track from The Suburbs, The Suburbs. That song, yeah, like, to it. me, totally encapsulates what it's like to grow up as a child of divorce in the suburbs. Like, all the the walls that we built in the seventies. Uh, oh God, I just forgot the line. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, to, that line to me means like 
the foundation that your parents built came mm-hmm. crumbling down, mm-hmm. right? So it was like, that's what, it just spoke to me as like a child of divorce and like seeing the disillusionment of that kind of thing. And um, the line, like, I want to hold her hand and show her some beauty before the damage is done. Like, life's going to suck when you become an adult. So I just wanted to show you like some beauty now. Like, mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of emotion in that song for me. So that's by far my favorite song of theirs. Well, that's three straight unanimous. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to dip past my number two then and possibly rustle some feathers here because this is the one. We've already talked about it. But uh, to me, it encapsulates the dramatics, it, it, the penchant for drama here. Wake up. I didn't do it just because I had to cut something and like I knew everybody knew that song. So. Yeah, I, I, I looked at it, but I struggled because I thought, is Brian going to shame me? (laughs) Actually, I was going to have it. And then you shamed me in our, in our post about this. I was like, (laughs) Oh shit. She just called me out for quoting a single. So I'm not going to do it now. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I wrestled with the hypocrisy of that, but I, it made my list. So it'll be discussion. Word up. Cause I, it's just, to me, it's, you, you can't ignore that so, like the way it explodes the it's a fantastic song it, yeah. yeah and it's just again like it, it, it's that dramatic feeling like it's it's almost almost theatrical so all right <clears throat> two of us got I, it. I heard a rumor one time i don't know if it's true it sounds like something they would do where they tried to like copyright whoa like <laughs> they called it the like arcade fire whoa and i'm just like that's some pretentious shit but they probably did do that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like Paris Hilton copywriting. Uh, that's hot. Yeah. That's, hot. that's so yeah. hot. I just, I love that explosion ah. into the, cause it's the riff is just so. And then it's like, okay, well, where are we going here? And then blam. Whoa. Oh, just great. And like, I like how it, when it starts, it sounds like it's coming in halfway through the riff. Like it, it, it sounds incomplete at first, but then like it just that that's why it works. I yep. Think. Yep. All right, Sarah. Um. So this was my last track on the suburbs, ready to start. Yep. Got it. Oh, apparently I don't. Nope. All right. Let me move that over into the conversation. All right, Brian. All right. So let's go. Probably it was my least favorite record, I think, for a while. And then I really went back and, and got into it after I was really thoroughly into the suburbs. And uh, I think I like this version better than the the original version on their EP. And it's No Cars Go. Yep. I've got it. Oh, blam. Right into there. This is going to be a real We're, short episode. You know, we could agree on all 10 and still feel like we left something out. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, all right. I'm going to throw this out here. I'm going to scroll down to the bottom. I'm going to start taking some bullets here. Um, this is the one that I'm presenting as two because I listened to them separately and I was like, they just work better together. Infinite content, infinite content. Nope. I do not have it. Okay. Uh, I do just want to mention, I love the idea of infinite content, infinite content, infinite content. We're infinitely content. Just that idea alone was enough to 
bring me in, but then to completely slow it down and make it acoustic in infinite co- uh, content or infinite. Yeah. yeah. Infinite content. I was like, Oh man. And then I just like the wordplay there. Infinite, yeah. co- infinite. Content. It, it's, it, it, it's something I would write in like a poem. Right. So yeah, that's just, I don't know. Th- th- there was a lot there that, that worked for me. So, all right. Like I said, I'm taking bullets here. I'm with it. All there right. are no wrong answers here, my friend. <laughs> All right, Sarah? Uh, let's go with Rebellion on Funeral. The funeral uh, absolutely. Mm, no. Nope. All right, well, th- that's a wrong answer. I, I stand correct. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, again, it's that live uh, element from seeing them live. It was their closer, um, you know, pre-encore you know last song and um so i think, I it, was, feel I think it was when i saw him in uh the reflector tour too yeah um it's just healing you know i just i would i whenever i hear it i feel ener- energized and healed so so i think that's the uh, so the... yeah justin you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the word i'm i'm missing here is like listening to arcade fire as intricate as the music is it feels like a live uh, a live concert when I'm listening. That's why I like to wake up so much. It feels like a live, live experience. I think that may be the one thing that's missing from my experience listening to this is actually seeing them live to be able to feel what the, the energy that they're pushing, put, uh, putting off. So they are absolutely amazing live. Yeah, they really are. All right, uh, Brian. Okay, uh, I will do a song from the album that I saw them live on. Uh, again, this goes back to another very depressing suicide story. Uh, I went and saw Arcade Fire for the first time with Phil and his wife, Whitney. They weren't married at the time. Uh, and at the time, my best friend. And this was like, I think I had just kind of finally like talked like publicly for the first time about being depressed my whole life and, and trying to kill myself. And, and uh, this is right before I started doing stand up. And kind of change, turn my put my life, turn, turn my life around. So I, I go to the show with with my best friends and uh, on the tour for this album. And it was until I saw Radiohead these last two nights in a row in Philly uh, two, last year. It was the greatest show I'd ever seen, and I've seen a lot of fucking great shows. Um, but this is the best song from that record. And I remember holding Phil's hand and just dancing with him in in the in the crowd. And it was like the most happy tears I think I've ever cried. Uh, here comes the nighttime. Yes, that's that's the best. Oh I've yeah, ever. I've got it. Too. Oh god, totally. I'm so... I, I definitely agree. I'm so glad for many reasons. Number one, it's a great song. But I was like, if he gives us all that, and then we're both like, nah, <laughs> it's, a song, it's a song nobody has. <laughs> I would have been really sad. I was just going to give that to you. That would be my gift to you. I was just going to be like, yep, totally. 100%. I am with you. (laughs) But I I actually do have it on my list. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I think that's why women date me because I talk about killing myself. I was like, oh, shit, I can't leave. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I noted, let me, in my notes for this, I have the lyrics. If there's, but if there's no music up in heaven, then what's it for? What's it for? And I was like, right? Mm. Yeah. Wow. God, I really wish I could have given like, I mean, again, I'm glad I was able to give, you know, that last listen before we did this, but I wish I could have had one more go around, like, so I could pick up all these lyrics. All right. Uh, where do I want to go here? 
Justin, there's not enough time left in this quarantine for you to pick up on all the lyrics to Arcade Fire. That's... Like, they're just, there's just so much. <laughs> That's it's all, true. I mean, it's all poetry. And then once you start to consider how they all connect, and you're like four minutes into the next song, and you're still chewing on the last song, and then you have to rewind it and make sure. <laughs> but then you have to listen to the whole thing because they go together. Yeah. There's not enough time. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to go here. Uh, neighbor, no, neighborhood number one, Tunnels. Absolutely, yeah. That's, that's in my top three for sure. I don't have that for oh, some reason. All right, all right. There's going to be some misses, but it's still conversation. That's okay. All right. Because so, then I dig a tunnel from my window to yours. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. All right, uh, Sarah. Uh, put your money on me. Everything now. Um, uh, I, no, that was a, that was a cut for me. No, apparently not. No. Not won't. I love that record. I, I think I cut. I, I think I cut more from that record only because I wasn't going to cut the suburbs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. All right. Uh. Might be a miss. I don't care. I, it, I couldn't cut it. My body is a cage. Neon Bible. Uh, I do not have it. Let me make sure. Nope. Not even. Not I. Not I. All right. Uh, let's stay on that album. Um, there was occasional times where they write stuff that comes off as straightforward and. If you're trying to loop somebody in, you might want something a little straightforward. So I got Antichrist Television Blues. That's That was a hard cut for me. Yeah, so close, but it didn't make it for me either. Uh, and again, I wrestled with it because technically speaking, it doesn't fit in with everything else we're trying to frame here with, with them. But like I said... Yeah, I, I, I felt that way like... I, I chose My Body is a Cage over that song. Oh, so we were back-to-back -back on that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Sarah? Um, we were on Neon Bible, right? Yes. I'll say Windows Hill. Oh, nope. Wait, which one? Windows Hill. Mm-mm. All right, we're at... Whew, we were starting so strong, fellas. <laughs> we're, we were at... It was bound to happen. Yep, we're at that part of the yeah. show. Yeah. All right, Brian. All right. Uh, I'll just stay on that record, too, whatever. Um, I love the complete tone shift of this song to the point where I can't not have it on here because I think I like the second half of the song even better. Uh, the Well and the Lighthouse. Yeah, I got it. I did, too. Oh, and we're, we're back. We're back. And we're officially out of NTP, too. So I wasn't expecting us to use that in this one. Officially official. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to, now that we're out of NTP, I'm going to keep taking the wild swings here. How about month of May? Mm. Thought about it, but now. Yeah, not for me. Again, that, that one's more straightforward rock and roll. All right. Sarah. Uh, good goddamn on everything now. Oh, yeah. Mm -mm. 
Okay, we got no. We got it was it was hard for me to cut some of those songs. I I, I just realized I didn't put one on there now, and I'm just like, why why did I do that? <laughs> uh, good goddamn. It, that was it, that was a return to form for them because Reflector was a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, but. it grooves, and I mean, much in the same. It it's weird because Creature Comfort has this one groove, but Good Goddamn has another groove. Yeah, and the fact that they're married, and you can tell that they're in the same same family, but like, it's I don't know, man. Like I I just love that they they offer two different versions of of groove on the same record so yeah all right uh yeah well you know i'm i'm a lyric person and the duality you know between like hope and condemnation and it was it was awesome yeah yep all right uh brian i guess i'll close out neon bible uh keep the car running Mm, no yeah i had it all right into the combo it goes. Yep, and we officially have a conversation now too. We've got more cuts we're gonna have to make. So, <laughs> all right, let me go back to funeral. Neighborhood number three, power out. Yep. Did not have it. All right, two of us. All right, Sarah. I I think that the neighborhood series were a little wearing after a while. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just. Like, I just felt like I chewed on them for too long. That's fair. I could have put them all on here, I think, but I didn't. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think maybe part of it was that I, I couldn't separate them. And um, I I wasn't willing to, put, like, take that section of my list. You know what I mean? For, for whatever reason, they just seemed like they needed to stay together. So uh, let's go with We Don't Deserve Love yep. on everything now. Yep. Got it. Me too. Yep. 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 Wow. Seven. Okay. I still have six to play. Uh, I have. uh, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have one, two, three, six. All right. Okay. So, uh, so we don't deserve love with Sarah. All right. Brian, uh, this will probably miss, and I. And if it does, I hate you all very much. <laughs> Jesus, uh, it is a B side. Oh, it's not a B side. It's on the expanded edition of the suburbs. Uh, it's speaking in tongues, and it features David Byrne, and that's why I have this fucking song on here because it's named after a Talking Heads album, and also features David Byrne on it. And the thing about Arcade Fire, and there's a song that features David Bowie that I'll get to later. They, they take these fucking legends that I love and reserve them for background vocals. And I think that's such a ballsy fucking move <laughs> yeah. to do. It's like South Park getting George Clooney to, to voice a dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just fucking ballsy, but I love it. <laughs> well, now I feel bad for not having it. Have you should listen to it. Yeah. It is great. Yeah. Uh... Brian, can I ask you something? I, I probably should have done this research myself, and I could probably do it right now. Did they do anything with Brian Ferry? Because I kept thinking about Roxy Music, at, like as I was in, like I, absorbing I the whole discography. I not that I know of. No, it wouldn't like, surprise I'm, me. I, yeah, it, it felt like there was definitely some like Roxy Music 
tell like influence here and there. Yes. And I kept thinking about it, and it made me go listen to some Roxy music just out of the blue, you know. So even, I, even I the song you last played, like "We Don't Deserve Love," could fit perfectly with uh, "Slave to Love" from from Bright Fairy. So yeah, there's Absolutely. a lot of similarities there. I mean, they 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 like all the music I like, and I think that's why I didn't get into them for a while because I was like, man, fuck these guys, they're better than me. <laughs> but, <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. All right. Let me trot some of this reflector out. I don't have a lot from it, but um, how about We Exist? That was a hard cut for me because that song's about like gay rights. And I really wanted to have it just for that reason. But I, I just couldn't. Yeah, I didn't make my list either. All on my own. Okay. Standing up for the community over here. All right. It was... Uh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah. Uh, you already know on Reflector. Um. Oh, nope. Mm -mm. Nope. I think we're all going to have different stuff from Reflector. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm about to say another one. Uh, go for uh, it, Brian. Uh, Afterlife. Nope. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. <laughs> that song's just about, like, fighting until you're, you can't fight anymore and getting all out and, like... Uh, I just like it. It's it's a very relatable song. I think it's probably written about their marriage, but I think we're gonna end up playing all of that album, but only have like one or two <laughs> <Yeah>. matches. <laughs> all right. Um, let me come back to Neon Bible, Black Mirror. I wanted to. Uh, okay. No. Now this is the perfect time for Mrs. So I'm okay with it. All right, Sarah? Katie on Funeral? Mm, nope. What song? Katie? No, I was a... Ugh. I hated <laughs> all the cuts I had to make. Awful. No. All right, Brian? Uh, in the back seat from Funeral. Mm, nope. Yeah. Just like the line alone, my family tree, my family tree is losing all its leaves. Oh. Is a very fucking deep line. I really enjoy it. I had lyrics marked on that song too. Yeah. I like the piece in the back seat. I don't have to drive. I don't have to speak. I can just watch the countryside. Mm. Yeah. Very good at setting setting tones and and uh, putting putting you where they want you to where they want you to be. Like, yeah, setting the scene is the words that Justin was stumbling yeah. around for. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to blast these last four out just to see if, if I hit you guys at all with it. All right, okay. I got Intervention. Mm -mm. No. All right, Modern Man. That was a really fucking hard cut for me. Yeah, that one just like squeaked out. No, no Modern Man. All right, and then my last two, Normal Person off, mm -hmm. off Reflector. No. And I think the one that made it for name alone, Porno. No. <laughs> no. All right. That, that's that's an odd pick. Respectable, but odd. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to blast what you got out? Uh, what you got left, Sarah? I've got two left. I've got the title track on the Neon Bible. Mm. Nope, don't have it. All right. And chemistry on everything now. Mm -mm. Right. And All right. Yeah. I'll throw all mine out. I have the title track from everything now, everything now. Uh, I have Crown of Love. 
I have because I live in Ghent, Rococo, <laughs> which songs oh, about that one. I oh, I wrestled it, with that one. It's just mocking hipsters, which I love. <laughs> I know. Uh, I love that too. <laughs> I I don't think we said this one. Do we say we used to wait? Mm, no. Uh, no. Great song. All right. So, what is that? Seven that we got through. Hold on. Let me. Sh- yeah, seven. All right. Uh, so far, Creature Comfort, Sprawl Two, The Suburbs, No Cars Go, Here Comes the Nighttime, The Well in the Lighthouse, and We Don't Deserve Love. So those are the seven that we're starting with. <laughs> so we have to have something from Funeral. Because is there any of those so far? Nothing. Nope. Nothing all the way through. So let's right. start with that. Let me get all the funeral songs in the same place. I think we just weren't able to agree, uh, all three of us, on funeral. All right, so we have Wake Up, Rebellion, Neighborhood Number 1, In the Backseat, and Neighborhood Number 3. So, I mean, I'm looking at Rebellion just because... I, I, I want Tunnels and Rebellion. All right, so... I'm with it. I was I was the holdout on Rebellion. So let's put that through. Um, do you have anything you're strong about there, Sarah? Um, what was the one you, you wanted, Brian? Tunnels? Yeah, na- Neighborhood One. Oh, it's, it's tough for me to... Between that and Wake Up, it's hard, you know. I'm like, fine with Wake Up like going on the go- list. I, I feel like I would be, I, I wouldn't want to like trade that one for wake up. All right, so let's do this. Let, let's uh, keep wake up in neighborhood. Number one, let's lose neighborhood. Number three, let's lose in the backseat. Yeah, so, we can lose in the back. That's fine. So, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. So we have eight that we need two from. So we'll put wake up in neighborhood. Number one in contention. Uh, we've got wake up neighborhood. Number one, ready to start. Good goddamn, and keep the car running. Now, if you're interested in um, keeping this even, actually, shoot, we have two of everything except yeah. except funeral and reflector. Even like I'm fine with having those two go through and that be in the list because we have to have funeral equally represent like uh, represented on this for sure. So I agree with that. Yeah, let's do let's do wake up and let's do uh tunnels. Do it. Let me do it. Yep. All right, and lose ready to start. Good goddamn, keep the car running if you're playing at home. Collect Go listen to all those songs anyway. Yeah, uh, you should for sure. So let's let's twist the knife here, Sarah. Uh-oh. Oh no. <laughs> you have one song. One song to get somebody into Arcade Fire. And that person just ha- so happens to be Alfredo Torres. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dudes, pick, pick, pick me a winner. <laughs> What's the one song going to be? The number one with a bullet. Uh, for Alfredo Torres? Technically speaking, but it... it, does, really, it ha- does it have to be on our, on our list? It on has, our agreed list? Yes, it has to be one of these ten. I don't think there's any songs that sound like Kiss on this list. It's going to be hard. <laughs> Uh, let's go with creature comfort I Oof. Think, for that. I look after listening to it just before we, we went in, 
having coming out with that and then Brian having the story about it, thinking about that song, that's where I was leaning. What are you thinking, Brian? It's either that or the suburbs for me. So uh, let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Suburbs. Suburbs paint such a strong picture, but I feel for this particular audience, Creature Comfort might hit a little harder. If we're, if we're doing it for choice, <laughs> yes. I think the suburbs is the quintessential Arcade Fire song, though. I think it encapsulates everything mm-hmm. they do as songwriters and musicians. Uh, but Creature Comfort is a fucking banger for life. So. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I th- I think we're in agreement here. Creature Comfort is our number one with a bullet. Uh, the Suburbs, Sprawl 2, No Cars Go, Here Comes the Nighttime, The Well in the Lighthouse, We Don't Deserve Love, Rebellion, Wake Up, and Tunnels. That's a solid 10. And if you're not into Arcade Fire after that, I don't know, man. Maybe uh, maybe listen again. <laughs> that would be my yeah, suggestion. Yeah, I need to talk to somebody. If those 10 songs don't get you going, there's maybe some sort of medication adjustment that's needed. Yeah. It's weird because, like, I feel like you have to be in therapy to like Arcade Fire, but if you don't like them, you should also be in therapy. So <laughs> it's a weird, uh, it's, a, it's a great conundrum. <laughs> so let's talk about... Maybe we should just all be in therapy anyway. Ah, dude, you know, some of the things that have happened in the last, let's say, 20 years, uh, yeah, we probably all should should be and probably could benefit from being in therapy. Look, things that happened in the last... 20 days yes <laughs> seriously march feels like 16 years ago it so I, I mean i feel like time is relative and uh yeah we're all just trying to make it so just, you know what everybody talk to somebody talk to somebody seriously and that is seriously talk to somebody and if it if it needs to be me i'm here for you all right uh so let's talk about the next time you guys are going to be here brian is going to be here relatively soon for uh, Interpol. We just put that panel together, and it's yeah. probably going to get turned around real fast. There's another one of those bands that, like, just like Arcade Fire, I was like, I don't like these modern bands. And I was like, I really like Joy Division the first time. And then <laughs> I got really into them, and they're fucking great. So. Uh, but Sarah has put up a couple bit like, I put up jokingly halfway TLC, and Sarah was like, no, I want to do TLC, and nobody's jumped on that. I don't understand. So let's make a case real quick, because I'd love to discuss TLC relatively soon. I could do TLC. Like, I, uh, dude, I, everyone I knew had uh, crazy, sexy, cool. It's so good. Yeah. TLC, and, and the thing about TLC is that it'll never happen again. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, we and that it's a it's a tragedy in 90s hip hop but it was they they were so prolific and great and everything on crazy sexy cool was awesome like yes. I, everything I, it was like my reading ym magazine by the pool with my disc man like that was the jam and yeah totally there was like, like three records that everybody had or four records everyone had when i was growing up it was like melancholy and infinite sadness it was right. uh, Astro Creep uh, 3000 from White Zombie, Tragic Kingdom from No Doubt, mm-hmm. and Crazy Sexy Cool. Yeah. Those first two TLC records are just, they're out. They're really, really good, really, really fun. So uh, if you're serious, Brian, I'll, I'll put you on the panel and we'll. I'll do it, man. I'd love to talk about TLC. We'll get that moving. But uh, I just, it, it's, sometimes there's bands on that go on the list that it's just a crying shame that. It's like, why won't somebody jump on this? So, all right. I made the case, and hopefully we'll get YouTube back here to do TLC relatively soon. 
Uh, with that though, uh, we're gonna take we're gonna take it on out of here. Arcade Fire, learn them and love them, people. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.